Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am grateful to be here, and I am glad to be here. Where are we? We are in Orlando, Florida, for the fourth annual Wacky Charitable Golf Tournament. And uh, we're so excited. This is something that Lori and I have been involved in now for four years. We're so grateful to the Katzer family and for everything that they've done to help make this a successful event. And it is crazy, and if you think I'm wacky, you should see everybody else that's going to be there. It's just a blast. Not only are the people wacky, but the events are wacky. It's a golf tournament like you've never seen before, and every year it gathers more and more enthusiasm. Let me ask you a question, though. If you had heard that Lee Brower was just a little bit crazy, and you had it in your mind that he was a little bit crazy, and this was your first impression with that in your mind, and you saw me walk in, what would you think? What would you think? Well, let's get serious here. Okay? Now, you've probably heard the, the saying that says what? Don't judge a book by its cover. Right? So, with that in mind, may I share a story with you? Our son, Nick, in 2010, the year before he passed away, one of his great passions was hockey. And in particular, he loved a player, Sidney Crosby, number 87 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And some friends of ours from Philadelphia, dear, dear friends, they knew that and they had connections with the Flyers and they called up Nick and said, hey Nick, how would you like to go to a game with the Flyers versus the Penguins and sit in VIP seats? And it was like all over it, absolutely. So Lori, myself, and two of Nick's sisters, we were able to fly to Philadelphia, get VIP treatment, and go to the game. And much to Nick's happiness, the Penguins won 5-1. to one. And uh, even though he was kind of hidden, he kind of hid his Penguin uh, clothing underneath his shirt, but nonetheless, he was very, very happy. And after the game, the public relations manager came up and said to Nick, Hey Nick, how'd you like to go in the locker room? Nick's like, absolutely. He says, well, if you could meet one player on the team, who would it be? And Nick said, well, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, excuse me, Mike Richards. Mike Richards, who was the captain at the time. And he says, well, let me see what I can do. I th I'm pretty sure I can get Mike Richards to meet with you. So as he left, Nick turns to me and says, uh, the only person that I don't want to meet is a guy named Chris Pronger. And I said, why? Why would you not want to meet Chris Pronger? And he says, well, because he's a dirty player. You know, he's a terrible player. He played for the Ducks, and he stomped on this guy's thing, and he got suspended. You know, he's just a mean guy. I don't, you know, I just don't want to meet him. And I said, okay, well, I understand. So the PR director comes back, and he says, oh, you're going to, you know, I feel a little bad, bad. Mike Richards, he got excited because he had some tickets to the Phillies game who were in the playoffs at the same time in the, in the stadium right next door, and, and out he ran before I could get to him. He says, but you're not going to believe this. I've got a certain Hall of Famer that's agreed to come meet you. He's anxious to meet you, and his name is Chris Pronger. <laughs> so Nick kind of was, put a big smile on his face. You know, he's unflappable. And Nick just says, well, I guess you get what you ask for, don't you? And uh, so anyway, we got a chance. They came back and said, okay, you can come in the locker room now. And he looked over at Lori and said, uh, um, do you want to come in there with your two daughters? There may be questionable clothing involved here. And of course, Lori said, no, no way. We're not going in there. So Nick and I go in, and we're waiting for Chris Pronger, and he'd be in the Whirlpool, so he's a little bit last coming out, and there's a big band of photographers and, you know, reporters all around waiting to interview him. As he comes in, he just pushes his way through that group, and he walks right over to us, and he says, you must be Nick. 
And Nick's like, yes. And now Pronger's about 6'5", 220. He looks like a surfer. And he says, I've heard so much about you. And he says, what I've heard is that you're a real stud. He says, tell me about what you're going through. I want to know. So Nick shared the story and he got advice back and forth and Pronger gave him some good advice and just was really interested the entire time. And he wasn't about Pronger. It wasn't like, look at me. He was totally focused on Nick and where Nick was and what he was doing. And he looked at him. He said, Nick, you've inspired me. Thank you very much. He said, now I've got to go talk to those vultures. So off he goes to the vultures. And of course, he's this much taller than all of them. And the first thing he says is a vulgarity in his mouth. like, you know, what the, do you want? And he kind of was back to this image that he was portraying. And when he was done interviewing us, he walked out the door, looks over the top of the head of the reporters, and he said, hey, Nick, Nick, I've got your back, buddy. Now, don't judge a book by its cover. I hope this helps you as it's helped me, as it's helped our family. Have a meaningful week. We'll talk to you next week.